Ladies and gentlemen, for your consideration. The best of the best. My legendary children. Category is... All Stars. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show. First, response for All-Star Season 2, Episode 1, titled All-Star Talent Show Extravaganza. My name is Joe Batance, and I am joined, as always, by my two own personal All-Stars. From the podcast, Pod is my co-pilot. Everyone give a warm uh, Michelle Williams round of applause to <laughs> Taylor T. Latte Boy. That's the sweetest thing you have ever said about us. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, well, you I didn't, didn't say, say thank you. you. I, no, just, I just made a statement. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How and, are you, Joe? Oh, never mind. Oh, no. Never Go. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we don't, we don't need Daniel right now. I'm doing well, Taylor. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. My diabetes is a little more in check today. Found out about that at the endocrinologist. Oh, has it not? Been? Let me tell you something. I have diabetes. Mm-hmm. And but my diabetes, I think, is mostly under control. All right, seriously, Joe, I need you to turn your gain down just a smidge, and Taylor, I need oh, you to turn yours up just a smidge. Okay. okay, it's so funny. I think that is the problem. Okay, how is that? You were fine in pre-show, but then you were pegging it in the uh, intro. That's fine. It's fine. We're moving on. Uh, it's fine, Joe Batanz. Taylor, how? Well, that better? voice, that oh, voice you're you hearing, is the dominating voice of from dubious intent. One, Mister Daniel J. Brewer. You know that the, the filters are going to take out that big silence. Oh, my God. No one will even know that that silence was there. Hello, Joe Batanz. Thank you so Hello, much. Hello, Daniel Brewer. The conversation wasn't about him for 30 seconds. No, it wasn't that. Honestly, I was willing to let it go, but I'm just like, oh, no, it's, just, it's like you're going to be ducking. And so so go back. Just Have you heard that- After Buzz TV? Have you heard After Buzz TV? <laughs> I just know that right now, due to the quality content that we're providing, PickPete.com is so glad that they picked us to uh, sponsor to be there to be their uh, show they sponsor. PickPete.com is already running uh, their own contest so uh, about us. Taylor, maybe you're just not getting close enough to your microphone. Or it's like Batance is so, or Batance is back off a little bit. There we go. Okay, well, all right. How about that? Is oh, that my better? God. No, I need, the, you, I need you more, guy. Taylor. Give me more Taylor. How about this? Is that better? That is excellent. Stay right that, there. Well, it's turned up all the way. Well, that's the best. Like me. That's the best. Turn it up oh, all mine the way. Is, mine is turned almost all the way down. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe, if you just backed up like an inch, just, just you pulled back an inch, you'd be fine. Just, to, just How's that, just to, no, that's too far. For every time he heard that's that, too far. Oh, uh, well then, I'd, if I pulled back an inch, I'd be out of the anus completely. <laughs> <laughs> Pickbeat.com. <laughs> I had a full full mouthful of beer when you said that. Oh, my God. I almost gave my cat a beer bath. (laughs) At pickpeat.com, go to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars and pick your queens. This is what they signed up for, guys. Oh, God. I just got an alert. PayPal wants their money back. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh my. Uh anyway, uh <laughs> shall we talk about the queens that walked into the workroom that oh that fateful day long ago when this uh thing was filmed unless of course you're listening to the library's opening which it happened in real time. <laughs> 
Oh, I wonder if the library is open is even doing it this season. I should ask. I don't know. Joseph L. Buhecker. I, know. Oh, you I know saw something about that, that they are. Oh, okay. I do have some breaking news, though. The The Jay Ellis show featuring Kenny Harrison will be on Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to watch the Jay Ellis show with uh, featuring Kenny Harrison on AfterBuzz TV, it'll be on Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. Who's Kenny Harrison? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, guys, that's no, that's so not nice. I don't. I really don't know who Kenny Harrison is. Oh my god. Okay, guys, there is a show on AfterBuzz TV that they also do RuPaul's Drag Race. Daniel is throwing shade, and the host of the show is Kenny Harrison. Okay, the co-hosts of the show are Lorraine Love, uh, Jackie B. Mm-hmm. And Jay Ellis, Jackie, friend of the show, Jay Ellis, Jackie B. One, two, three, and Derek. Um, no, not Derek. Uh, Barry. No, Lorraine Love. Uh, Lorraine Love. Anyway. And they host the After Buzz TV show. I love all of them. I love Kenny Harrison. I'm just making a joke. I'm calling it the Jay Ellis Show featuring Kenny Harrison. But your line is great, Taylor. <laughs> Absolutely, it wasn't a line. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm sorry. This is, is going to be one of those evenings. So, Joe Batanz, why don't we talk about these uh, these secondhand queens that walked well, into our... Uh... One thing I want to talk about before we... We should explain what we're going to do. So oh, this that's isn't right. Gonna, yeah, we should do that. This isn't going to usually happen. Usually it's going to be one of us. Starting next week, it'll be one of... In fact, it'll be Daniel. Daniel, you're, you're next week, right? Oh, wait. No, I'm going to be camping next week. Okay, then I'll just switch with you. So yeah, next okay. week, yeah. I will be hosting the first uh, response episode. Ooh, response. And uh, wait, Daniel, if you're camping, how are we going to get it up? That's what she said. <laughs> I can, you know, what? I'll try. I'll try and do it Thursday night. No, there's Wi-Fi at the campground. I can. I can oh, okay. Because you're going to sit in your tent and. <laughs> hey, everyone, uh, make me a s'more. I just got to put this show on the Internet. Make me a s'more and warm up the sling for no, me. I just got to you know upload what? a show. My co-host, my co-host and best friend, Adam Burns, uh, is technically, uh, you know, savvy. He can he can handle it. I thought we were your co-host and best friends. No, I'm my co-host on the other show. Anyway, uh, Adam, Adam could do it for you. I can get, I got it handled, Patans. Got it handled. Okay, perfect. So usually the episode's going to come out the day after All Stars, the newest All Stars episode. We'll be one of us doing a solo show, doing our first impressions, reading some emails, and then the entire gang will recap the show uh, the following week. On uh, you should have it in your in your inbox like Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Yeah. Now that being said, we are doing the first and last episodes together. However, all we're doing today are the queen entrances into the workroom today, and then we're going to recap the entire show next week, just as our schedule is. Uh, been, I can't talk anymore. And then also uh, we're going to read emails and tweets and Facebook messages today. So that being said. Uh, the All Stars Drag Race episode starts, and the first person to walk into the room, you may know her. It's a little Russian gal named Katya. Здравствуйте. My name is Ekaterina Petrovna Zamochkova, but you can call me Katya. You may remember me as the lovable Russian hooker from season seven with a crippling anxiety problem, but I'm back with a refillable prescription for Xanax. During my season, I feel like I held back out of fear. Whenever anything went wrong, I wanted to jump off the hotel balcony. But this time around, I want to just spread my legs even wider. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to check something real quick. Yeah. During my season, I feel like I held back out of fear. Whenever anything went wrong, I wanted to jump off the hotel balcony. Oh, shit. I thought she said refillable. <laughs> 
Oh. oh, that would have been great if she did. <laughs> I was trying. Yeah, I was trying to. Someone can back up our show, and 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 I can't find the clip. So anyway, anyway so um, I actually have a lot. You know, I have a lot of. Uh, I think what may be controversial thoughts about the queens, and we're gonna go right off the bat with Katya. Okay. But first, before we even get to my opinion, because it's not about me, it's about you two, Daniel Brewer. What was your first impression with Katya? I have loved Katya. Oh, I have loved her from afar. I have loved her from up close. I still love her. Um, no, she, it's Katya. I love Katya. Katya can do no wrong. Okay, Taylor Latte Boy? I, I feel the same way. Katya is one of the few that I follow um, on uh, as far as for tags on Tumblr. So when people post things about Katya, that's one of the few that I follow. There's something about her that I genuinely enjoy, and I'm glad to see her on this season. Well, is, I think is, she belongs... Is it, wait, is it, her bu- is it her Bukaki videos that she puts on Tumblr? Because uh, those are pretty spectacular. Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, great. That that's my other Tumblr page that I follow a whole different series oh, of hashtags on. Oh, got it, got it. But as far as fun things like yeah. pugs and right. Wonder Girl and DC Comics and Katya, the stuff like that. That's right. you know, okay. It's Not, the other stuff. Okay, that's that's on a completely different account. <laughs> so Sorry, here's Jeff. the thing. Here's the thing. I like Katya. I'm glad she's on All Stars. I you know she's one of my choices to make it all the way. Because I realized how popular she is. People feel she got robbed. And I really enjoyed her on season seven. That being said, her act is getting really tired for me. I, I, I'm not finding that funny. I, uh, I think it's kind of a little over the, it's like a little self-aware. In other words, the person we saw season seven wasn't aware of this Katya persona. The person we're seeing on All Stars 2 is completely aware of that persona and is playing it up. And it just got a little, you're trying too hard. Scale it back, babe. You know, and just and it's just like I told you, I, I, I don't watch this uh with Trixie. I don't think it's that good. I, wait, uh, wait. I saw her. those are those are mutually exclusive statements. If you don't watch it, then you don't know if it's good or not. Well, I, I've seen one and I didn't like it. So I didn't continue watching. It. OK, um, she and Trixie bombed at the, the uh, finale pre-show. Um, I just think it's a, I, I, I think it's one of the things that, you know, Drag Race has a lot of underage fans. And I think that humor plays to that. Daniel, you watch YouTube twinks. And so you have that 13 year old sense of humor. Uh-huh. Taylor collects Disney dolls and goes to Disney all the time. So he has that like 13 year old sense of humor. But I think for an adult. Like you, Joe Batanz, the, the one yeah, and like only me. adult in the room here. The one and uh, you know what, me, the only adult in the but room. But don't you date children? Get I date them, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not one of them, I just date them. Get off my Jordan. lawn, you damn kid. Well, except you, you come over here. I am the rest you. of you, get I off my take off your shirt and mow my lawn. <laughs> I am waiting so impatiently for this Jordan to turn 18 years old, <laughs> when he will become the first lady <laughs> of the recap show. <laughs> Jordanpeak.com, folks. Yeah. Jordan is, I was thinking about this the other day because we got another email from a different Jordan and I was just like, going, that is oh, really? an androgynous name. I actually, I don't want to actually say he or she because it could, Jordan is, is a uh, androgynous name. No, but we know that the Jordan who emailed us last week is a boy. Do we? Do, do we? Joe Batanz? I thought we did. I, yeah, we, we do know because Joe got an erection. That's how we know it's a boy. <laughs> Pickpeat.com. Anyway. Pickpeat.com uh, and pick your drag queen for a fantasy drag race team. Right. I get what you're saying, Batanz, bringing you back. I get what you're saying, you know, because you see that a lot. I, I'm willing to forgive it because it's the first episode. And I think there yeah, was some okay. kind of, wait, I think there was some kind of agreement made ahead of time of, oh, what are you going to do for your entrance? How are you going to top everyone on your end? I think they 
were in some kind of contest there to come up with the the most outrageous entrance because there was a lot of Laganja references, you know, when, you know, come on, season six. There was, in other words, I I think it was more of, they were all trying too hard on that entrance. I think they had their own private little pre-discussion on that because these, they, they do traveling shows together, right? It's not like these are strangers, like on a regular season, these guys know each other. They have each other's phone numbers and stuff. So I think, I think I'm willing to forgive them the over, dramaticism of those entrances because I think that was something that they had a lot of time to think about. And like a lot of things, when you have a lot of time to think about, sometimes you just overdo it. Well, I'm not just talking about the entrance. I'm just talking about Katya as a persona on this episode. I get what you're saying. And it's funny that you mentioned the, uh, series because we watched the last two or three of them last night, uh, for for things that we won't get into as far as Apple, uh, if you downloaded the season pass, you got a couple of little mini videos, and I was watching those, and then somehow got on YouTube and watched the realness video from the last season. And if you watch that, you know you watch some of the other World of Wonder stuff. And Katya is kind of a little over the top to where at one point, Baba, my partner Babalu kind of looked at me and he's just like, "Is she on drugs? <laughs> like, is this supposed to be where she's like this all the time?" And I'm like. She talks about her sobriety, but she yeah. might be where some of the jokes that Trixie was making, we were laughing a little too hard with the screaming and doing this weird like duck flap thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a little off putting. But that being said, I still love her and hope that I continue my love for her throughout this entire season. All right. Okay. We spent far too much time on her. Move along. Um, is what RuPaul said when she uh, eliminated her from season seven, fifth place. All right. The next person in the room is a familiar face. You might know her as. Detox, which again, what? You, you, well, I'm, gonna say, I'm saying their names, and they're going to immediately say their names. <laughs> well, then tell you, you know her. Okay, ass, I'm not going to. I'm not saying their names point, anymore. And then point at me. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not saying their names anymore. Okay. Okay. Can I play it? Yes. Well, this is hauntingly familiar. Here we go again. Rehab is back in session. My name is Detox, and I am from season five, where I came in fourth. Taylor the Latte Boy, what were your impressions of Detox's entrance into the workroom? I hated the hair. I hated the wig. But I love Detox. And I don't understand the world weird Kermit the Frog realness in the interviews with the green hair and the green. I know. That is disturbing. very distracting. Because Detox is kind of a very unique looking person to begin with, with all of the plastic surgery. She has a very distinguished face as a boy and a girl. So that was just sort of, it took away from that. I, yeah. I, I don't quite, I don't quite get it. The thing but. that got me about the confessionals, because if you've read any of the Reddit threads or whatever, you know that they, they make them dress the same every day for confessionals so that they can mix and match pieces. And I was just like, is this, when I saw it, my first thought was, is this Detox's clever way of dressing the same every day, but her eyebrows are different colors. <laughs> so... <laughs> In other words, you're not going to mix up my quotes from one episode to the next, bitch. And I'm going to follow your rules. I'm going to wear the exact same clothes, but you didn't say anything about wearing my hair the same way. Like that Does was she have my different thought. eyebrow colors. No, but I'm I saying I. Oh. Last night she had you know neon green eyebrows, but you're, are you telling me every single day at the end of the day she's going to put back on neon brown, you know neon gold eye? Because they do those confessionals every day of the competition, right. and it's like, and the goal is for them to look like they're wearing the same outfit every single day. So that, uh, in other words, you always, do you, is this news to you, by the way? No, I knew. I okay. Knew so, I mean, like every time no, you saw I, Jade and DR Fierce all season long, she was wearing the same outfit, right? They, they make them put on the same outfit for those confessionals specifically because if they say something in one episode that was applicable to another one, they could like take that 
Yeah, that no, I get that. I, also, so, I find it shocking that you picked Jaden Dior Fierce out of 100 Queens that you could have picked for an example, <laughs> but okay, that's I, I'm listening. I, so I'm my in. point is, is that maybe Detox doesn't like that and was like, I'll screw them over because I'll wear the same outfit, but I'm going to change. I'm not going to have the same eyebrow color every time. And that's not against the rule. In other words, is it Detox's own little personal? Never mind. You're not understanding. What I was like, I was just, I'm totally that was, understanding what okay, you're saying. Okay. I think you're thinking about it too much. I but am. That's, yeah, that's, that's what it is. You don't think there's a continuity person there that says, uh, Detox, yesterday your eyebrows were pink. No, but then she's going to point at the rules. That, in other words, that was her own personal form of, of uh, rebellion or whatever. Going like, no, nope, it says right here. I have to wear it. He doesn't say anything about the eyebrows. I, 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 I'm not quite sure why, unless there was something happening that something that happens over the course of the season, why she would feel the need to break the rules in that. Because regard. maybe in her season, they mixed up a couple of her comments to make her sound bitchier than she was. Like they used a comment that she said about some other event to be used in an earlier episode. You see what I'm saying? Like she, she yeah. was the victim to a bad edit and she, that was her own little part. I know I'm thinking about this way too much. I'll shut up. Yeah, because, I, I think, I yeah. think the episodes will play out to see what we'll find out what, whether your conspiracy theory played out very quickly. Um, I I think I do think that she looked when she has the wig. It it's something about it makes her skin look grosser. Yeah, and yeah. she looked old and and ugh, you look like an alien. She looked awful, <laughs> but she doesn't look like that in drag. She but like as a boy, it was it was like almost like there was a lot of them like that that they like I wouldn't yeah. let my nieces hang out with like be near her. I'd be like, don't go run near that near that weird person. It's like Adora's boy. Silicone looked really weird. It looked good uh, we'll, in drag. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to a door. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Move along. All right. Then let's go on to their next queen who walked into the workroom. All right. My name is Alyssa Edwards. And I need, I need, I need, I need, I need to get up in this all star gig. <laughs> Baby, I'm Alyssa Edwards representing season five. And I was a lovely. Fifth alternate. Thank the lords above. I'll back, 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 back again. Daniel Brewer, we know you're the biggest Alyssa Edwards fan out there. What were your thoughts of her entrance into the workroom? The most overrated queen in any of the. Uh, it's like she's Alyssa. I will give Alyssa this. She does a marvelous job of buffaloing people into believing that she is much better than she is she's 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 not a bad queen but she's certainly not as uh as good as she thinks she is in her head um you know it's it's Alyssa edwards what's she gonna do of course she's gonna be on this show taylor the latte boy what were your thoughts everything daniel just said i agree with 110 percent. i don't understand people's i i don't understand it i i, I the whole three-quarter angle at all times and the weird where we're going to look down with the big eyes and the no chin and the uh, the yeah. clucking thing i it's it's and every noise the fuck out of me and I, everything i say i'm going to pretend like it's a cut together uh dance montage from one of my stage shows where it's like i'm Alyssa edwards and i am i am i am going to get up and you know like that whole repeating thing that they do all the like the house of edwards does that a lot in their dance yeah. routines that that whole kind of techno kind of I, I just don't, I, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't, that, that's. <laughs> Joe, what do you think of uh, Alyssa Edwards? I, I think she's a little much, but I don't hate her as much as you guys. Do. Oh, I no, think no. she's fascinating to watch. I don't hate her at all. I just don't I think do. she, I just don't think she's as good 
I just don't think she's as good as she thinks she is. That's it. That's that, that was my. Only That's thought. true. I agree with that. Like when again we 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 have our own little rule, and by, and by we I mean I established this rule that we can't talk about the rest of the episode. But I think that's played out in the rest of the episode. But um, yeah, but I think she is as a, you know, it's one of these things where there are people on this show, and I think Alyssa Edwards is the poster child for this, where their drag isn't as strong as their reality television persona. Yes. And I think she's a great reality television that's a personality. Great I agree with that. I agree but with she that may not be the strongest drag queen. Who's next? Well, you're going to play on the audio, and we're going to find out. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Watch out, girls. This bitch is back. I'm Fifi O'Hara, and I'm playing a villain. Get it? I mean, I'll start where I left off. After my season, a lot of people had this perception of me, so it was hard to get bookings. People genuinely thought I would come and, like, cuss them out, so it took a lot of work to show people that I'm professional. I'm just really worried about kicking your ass off the show. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I've changed my ways. No sabotaging this time. (laughs) My drag has changed. My makeup has changed. I stopped tanning. I want the world to see that I have changed. (laughs) Taylor the Latte Boy, Fifi O'Hara, what were your initial thoughts? Um, we have established in the past my feelings on Fifi O'Hara and the, uh, and we're going to talk about somebody else that I have a similar feeling about. I, I've never been a big fan of Fifi O'Hara for the reasons that she talked about in her intro. Something about her this time, I'm genuinely kind of rooting for her a little bit in that I want to see that she has grown as an individual. We already know that she's grown as, as a drag artist from anybody who follows her on Instagram or anything like that. So I'm hoping that what she's saying is true and that she doesn't fall back into old patterns because there is something about her that is very interesting. And, of course, the fact that she came in as the Riddler. I'm a big DC comic <laughs> oh, right. So, of yeah, course, yeah, that I was going to be like, all right, you've got my interest. You know, you piqued my curiosity. Daniel Brewer. I I liked Fifi. I uh, I thought I agreed with what she had said. You know, she just really kind of let the competition get under her skin and she, you know, ended up coming across bitchier than she wanted to. I, I certainly understand that as someone who like talks on the internet a lot and sometimes people take what I say in the wrong way. You know, I, I completely understand that whole concept. So I am, I have sympathies for Fifi. I'm pulling for her. I like her. I was happy to see her there. I thought she looked people great. People take too. what you say out of context? <laughs> All the what? time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You care to give well, an example? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Move along. Move along. Well, Okay. Here's this is where I disagree with you guys. Well, sorry, I see what it to me. It's so evident that she's that that what we saw in season four was the real Fifi O'Hara, and what we're seeing now is more of a well curated version of it. And you can see it. it we can't. I can't get too into it. I can't get too into it. But in the rest of the episode, you can see she. It's bubbling right there at the surface. It's bubbling right there, and she is trying to rein it in so hard. And uh, because she realizes what her, the real Fifi O'Hara, the way it comes across on television, does not help her career. Well, I didn't say that she would redeem herself. I'm hopeful that she'll redeem herself. I think at some point she and well, and Roxy, when we talk about Roxy, I think they're going to slip. That's just I mean, if that is true, their true nature. But I, I'm hopeful. I didn't necessarily get anything where it was bubbling at the surface. And we can talk about that when we talk about the full episode later. But I. I I'm I'm hopeful for all of them that it's everybody. I, you know, eventually there'll be an argument, but I'm hopeful that everybody is nice to each other. <laughs> I don't know. 
But because next... that makes for great television when nobody <laughs> it fights it at does. all. It does. It's RuPaul's best friend race. Yeah, exactly. It's RuPaul's best friend race, exactly. Next into the workroom is Daniel Brewer's personal favorite. I don't, I don't understand. This is just a clip of a bunch of frogs croaking. What is this all about, Joe? Why, why is there a clip of frogs croaking? I can't tell if you're being serious. Anymore. <laughs> it's just, it's just, what, it's just some kind of joke. There were no, there were no. Oh, I see what it was. You were talking about. Come on, all stars, let's get this over with. <laughs> Ribbit, ribbit, the glamour toad is in the building. Where in England are you from, Adele? My house. <laughs> I flood my basement, bitch. Ginger Minge is back with a vengeance, baby. It's a whole new me. <laughs> you got opposed by the suit competition. Oh my God, it's good to see your diarrhea. <laughs> Season seven got a lot of hate for being a lackluster bunch of girls. So I am here to say, now Miss Thang, we are just as talented and worthy as the rest of these girls. You look so much better with half of your face covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm supposed to be nice this time. Everyone looks so beautiful. <laughs> I'm wearing a corset, though. Apparently, all it takes to win is a corset, so I bought one. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Will they, though? Daniel Brewer, I am dying to know your thoughts. No, you're not. On Ginger Mitch. Oh, oh yes. You're on not. Ginger Mitch. What do, you, what do you think? My my feelings are so, I mean, my thoughts are so fucking predictable. I don't like Ginger Minge. She came in, like, trying to, like, do her, uh, you know, oh, I'm supposed to be nice this time. But instead, like, immediately went in for Violet Tchotchke because she's like, oh, of course, a big girl didn't win because you have to cinch to win. And it's like, uh, you know, whatever. Also, I can't help but notice she has the longest edit of anyone in that uh, in the entire entrance. She her that little segment there was fifty eight seconds. Most of the other ones are around fifteen well, or twenty seconds. I cut it. I, I I kept it in because I knew you hate her. I edited down the other ones. <laughs> I was like, how much ginger minge can I put in? Because I knew how much you just love ginger minge. And the other ones I edited them down. Um. So uh, so those are your thoughts, Taylor Latte Boy. Do you have any? Um, Wonderful thoughts about the wonderful Ginger Minge. Um, I actually liked the joke about the corset. I I know that that was probably one that she workshopped for about three weeks before. She oh yeah, but it did make me kind of laugh a little bit. Um, and I don't. I think this is part of it as well, but I know it is also involves something from later on in the episode. But I don't know. I watched it on my computer versus watching it. I watched it from the Logo TV website versus watching it on on my HD TV. I can't imagine what her makeup looks like in HDTV because she looked like a fucking clown through most of the episode with the with the shading and it was distracting. It was super distracting. Thank you. Joe Batanz, what do you think of uh, Ginger Minge? You know, uh, okay, next, walking into the workroom is, no, I'm sorry. Not to be left at the bus stop. Oh, um, <laughs> Ginger Minge, uh, she, I find her annoying I find her very pushy, and again, someone who just tries too hard, and yes, is clearly very calculated, workshopping everything, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but she tries to pass it off as if it's spontaneous. Right. Meanwhile, she has a notebook no. full of these things. So. Joe, Joe, tell me what you think of this. I walk in, and I start with the Lestranja, you know, like, come on, seasons, come on, all-stars, too, let's get 
over with it or is like uh it's over with what do you think what do you think is that funny is that funny should i say uh something else meanwhile you know ginger manage does not want you know she didn't have to fucking sign up let's get this over with oh really bitch you didn't have to sign the contract there are a ton of queens who would have gladly take taken your place listen i just want to go to vegas and go to chicago and play bingo that's what i want to do all right Started an Indiegogo for that. All right. Uh, moving on. Next into the workroom, there's someone who didn't get left at the bus stop on her way to the I went a long way for that joke. I should have taken a bus. That's how long I went for that joke. My name is Roxy Andrews, and I still rep for the girls who are thick and juicy, because even though I lost weight, I'm always thick and juicy. I don't care if I'm 300 pounds or 200 pounds. Thick and juicy is Roxy Andrews. Taylor the Latte Boy. Taylor is uh, Taylor is Roxy is in the same vein for me as Fifi in that I watched Roxy. I had a huge problem with in the way that she talked about Jenks during her season and bullying is a, is a trigger for me. So that's something that I didn't like her, but I I'm hopeful that she has grown as an artist as well. Um, She looks good. I will say she looks good. Um, that's really that, that that it's everything that I said about Fifi. I kind of feel the same way about Roxy. Daniel J. Brewer. I uh, also wasn't a fan of Roxy during her season, but I got to tell you, I I'm I'm hopeful. She came in. She had a new attitude. I was hopeful for that. I'm I'm hoping that she's, uh, you know, she said everything I wanted to hear. And, yeah, uh, and, and the I'm, difference and I'm, between yeah. difference between her and Fifi it going with what Joe was saying as far as that she's kind of coming in to re- to redeem herself as far as to get bookings and stuff is that Roxy seemed to understand why she acted the way she did. Yeah. Or she at least gave an excuse that, that I, okay, I hear what you're saying as far as it got in her, she got in her head and even going so far as going, I recognize that Jinx was a stronger competitor. So I decided the only way to deal with her was to play dirty. Right. I, I appreciate that. And, and, and yeah, own your like, shit. Like, like, I like what I see so far with her. Yep. I agree. Um, okay, here are my thoughts. One, and this is going to be a little minor, a minor bit shady, but she, I, I know she's lost a lot of weight. She doesn't look that different. I mean, she looks thinner, but she doesn't look like she's lost a hundred pounds. I disagree. I think she looks hot now. Okay. Next. Um, Do you think she was actually 300 pounds when she was on the first time? But, well, you know, it's tricky because I think when she was on the first time, she had lost already a bunch of weight. I think when she had she had lost like fifty pounds when she was on the first time, and she probably just lost another fifty. And that makes sense actually when I think about it that way. Um, so, uh, so maybe we never saw her what she looked like when she was fifty pounds heavier than she was when she was on the show. Uh, next, I will say, as in contrast to Fifi O'Hara, I get a genuine sense from Roxy Andrews. It doesn't yeah. feel like she's trying to rein it in. It feels like her explanation makes sense, and that she is still being Roxy Andrews, but this time now she's not going to be using. In other words, Roxy was using it as a strategy, and I feel Fifi was just being Fifi, and I think so that's why we, Fifi's struggling. Could we make this analogy? Could we say, like, Roxy is to Fifi as Bianca is to Ginger? It's like, Bianca understands the insult game and, and makes herself the target first and therefore allows her to do the thing where Ginger just goes and be, is just fucking nasty to people. I think that's a good analogy. And whereas yeah. Roxy 
understands what she did and is, you know, look, this is what I did. And I, you know, I did that and blah, blah, blah. But I think, you know, I feel bad about it. And now I want to, you know, set the record straight. Whereas Fifi was like, it hurt me. And now I'm back here. To, you know, you know, does that make sense? Like, now, it- w- one of the things that's happened in like the, the RuPaul's Drag Race rumor mill is that the rumor mill of season, season five is that Jinx off camera, when no one could see, was super, super bitchy and cunty and not the same persona. And that a lot of this frustration that like Roxy was having and some of the other queens with Jinx was they saw what she was doing and there was nothing they could do about it. And because they saw that she was playing like this sweet, vulnerable, innocent person. But then when the cameras weren't on, she was a little bit more vicious. I don't know if she was necessarily mean, but she wasn't the person, the person that was on the screen. I'm sure that was frustrating for Roxy seeing that Jinx was making it and that maybe Rue couldn't see this. And maybe, maybe perhaps the strategy was Roxy was being a bitch to maybe draw that out on camera. Right. So and, that everyone and who, could see. Uh, who can't understand that, right? Like in the workplace and there's this one guy who's a total asshole, but every time the boss is around, like he's like the, 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 you know, the golden boy because he like says the things that the boss wants to hear and you yeah. know that he's a total dick and he's the one that gets the promotion. And now you're like sitting there, God damn it. You're like, you're like the Dr. West stone of, uh, of drag race, right? You're just like <laughs> plotting his demise. That was such an inside podcast. Oh, so so, so West stone is another podcaster who will never listen to this show. <laughs> But who who does podcasts about hating his coworkers and how he plots to actually literally cause their deaths? Anyway, uh, moving on. Who came in next to the uh, to the workroom there, Joe? Well, let's find out. Oh, Aren't you girls happy to see me? I am Coco Montrese. I was the lip sync diva of season five. Here's what's sad: all the other queens I had to edit down stuff. That was pretty much everything with Coco. I mean, there was dialogue stuff, but it was about what she was wearing and whatnot. That there was no, we. I was trying because it was so short. I was trying to find something, and and that was pretty much all I could really pull. But Daniel Brewer, what were your thoughts on the entrance and the appearance of Ms. Coco Montrese? Yeah. Next. I hope I hope she makes it really far in this competition. (laughs) I wasn't a fan of Coco the first time around. I'm not a fan of her this time. Is she? All right. We, it is no secret that I am borderline sapiosexual. I have a distinct prejudice against stupid people. And to me, Coco just is stupid. So I don't, I just, I'm not a fan of Coco Montrees. Taylor the Latte Boy? Uh, where in the world is Coco San Diego? That was my thought when she came in with that stupid hat and the hair and the trench coat. That's, that's just. Here, I'm floating. Not- let me float this idea past you. I'm uh, doing this other project where I'm doing an animated series of uh, RuPaul's. Uh, season five reunion and um i anyway i'm gonna call it rupaul season five reunion and friends but i I was thinking instead of actually spending the time to draw a coco montrese i would just take an actual uh, dorito and put eyes on (laughs) that's funny put eyes and a dress on it so that i think that'll work all right so sorry move along joe batanz what did you think of coco I mean, it, it, she, she was meant in her season. What frustrates me is that there are so many people who could have taken her spot. I would have loved to have seen a Willem, but, you know, he pissed people off. I would have loved to have seen, uh, let's say, gosh, who else Who else did we miss? I mean, I would have loved to have seen them. <laughs> Someone, uh, Thor G. Thor, or somebody from the last season, which I, I know. Well, they had just... I know, I know. They've kind of done that. Yeah. So... Uh, I would have loved to have seen uh, Trixie, somebody else Trixie in that role. Trixie Mattel, for God's sakes. 
Maybe Tri- I, that yeah. comes into a debate where I don't think Trixie Mattel is as strong as a queen as. Well, that there you go. That's why she should have another shot. Mm. I would have rather seen Miss Fame. Really, really. I love Miss Fame. You want to hear me talk to my chickens? <laughs> uh, I think she's beautiful as a boy. I think she's beautiful as a. Drag All right. Queen. Speaking of beautiful, who walked in next to the uh, the uh, room there, Joe? Let's find. Well, out. let's find out. My message for the human race is really quite simple. Hi. I think I was chosen as an all-star because nobody can do Alaska except Alaska. But I encourage you to try. It's fun. I will stand out from the rest of these queens because I am more all and I'm more star-like. Star-ish. Star-esque. Taylor the Latte Boy. This is she is the person to beat, don't you think? I think she's up there. She's definitely one of my uh, three picks on Pick Pete. Um, but I you mean uh, on PickPete.com? No, that's right, PickPete.com, where yeah. you can pick your top three drag queens. Um, I she's she's Alaska. What can you say? She, there's something about her that is annoying and wonderful all at the same time, and and she's fascinating to watch, and her. You, you just you kind of can't not smile when you look at her when when she when she's like on and she gets the she gets drag she gets what she's doing she she she's in on i don't want to say she's in on the joke because that kind of demeans what they're doing no i, I get what you're saying though yeah yeah she's she, very she, she's, she's on, very she cerebral she's very yes yes daniel what are your thoughts on alaska uh you know alaska said only alaska can do alaska and i i welcome you to try now, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but it's like, it's long been my uh, belief that Fanny Flagg from the original Candid Camera was nothing more than droopy dog, just with a higher pitch. Like, I'm sorry, sir. I can't, I can't sweep this floor any faster, sir. Which is, I know, a bizarre, random analogy that I'm trying to make, but... Were you follow, speaking English? I don't know any of the references me, you were talking about me, there. Follow me here. Follow me here. Alaska is literally just Tim Gunn slowed down. It's like if you listen to Alaska, that is Tim Gunn just slowed down. And it's like, I think that that is what I'm going with there. Mm-hmm. There, there are two people right now that got what I said and they're like, I'm and you're so not co-hosting. And with I them. am so totally in their heads right now. They're literally, there are two listeners right now writing an email going, oh my God, Daniel is like, I totally get what Daniel is saying. Yeah, no, it reminds me of in the movie Singing in the Rain, the song Make Him Laugh is very similar in structure to, structure to the song Be a Clown. And uh, I just I want to throw in my own. Uh, well, actually, even Singing in the Rain isn't that obscure of a reference of what you just said. I just heard words. and I was like, what were those Wait, words? You don't know Fanny Flagg, the original lesbian television co-host? Match Game. She used to be on Match Game. Well, she was on Candid Camera. That was how she got her fame. She was she was the co-host of Candid Camera. I'm so gay and smart. I know. I just know her as the woman that wrote Fried Green Tomatoes. I was going to say, and she wrote Fried she Green did. Tomatoes, too. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't know she was a lesbian, though. Move along. PickPete.com. <laughs> PickPete.com. Well, I want to say this. Competition needs. I really think it's going to be hard for anyone to beat Alaska. I really do. And I'm going to say this. I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this. I think Alaska, and I've always thought this, is so cute as a boy i daniel i agree with you only because she's so damn smart it's like there is a moment in this episode we're not talking about the rest of the episode but there is a moment in the rest of the episode where she drops her alaska voice and is just talking cerebrally like talking strategically and i'm just like 
you are so fucking smart. It's like you were so you there's so many layers to what you to you that I just I just I'm so drawn to you that yes, she's she's incredibly attractive to me. In and out of drag doesn't matter. She's very attractive to me. Thank you very much. Well, next into the workroom, blast from the past. My name's Tatiana. I placed fourth on season two of RuPaul's Drag Race. That is short, Joe Batance. <laughs> Not much on Tatiana either. Even though I will say, I didn't find out until way later and I listened and I already pulled the clip because it comes much later than you, you would usually think. Where Fifi throws her under the bus and is like, oh, well, she's from an older school yes. of drag. Well, first of all, Tatiana's pretty young, right? I think she was a lot younger in season yeah. two. She was like 21 or 22. Yeah. When she the was first 21, season. yeah. Yeah, it's, she's not Chad Michaels. <laughs> you know, like, she, she's still current. In, it's like, I think she might even be younger than Fifi O'Hara. She's younger than a lot of the queens there. And Fifi's like, she's she does an she, older style of drag. She's currently 28 years old. She was born in 1988, so. yeah. How old is Fifi O'Hara? Can you find that out? I can. I, you know, there's a system of tubes and wires. Well, while I'm vamping, while you do that, and so I, what was Fifi talking about? Like it was, and also Fifi was on season four, right? Yeah. That's only two years before Fifi. Yes, but she's doing all new things now. Now she's she's very much where she's dabbling in cosplay and that kind of thing. That's the new type of drag. Yeah, this is why I'm saying the old Fifi is like she has to it's bubbling right there at the surface. It okay. is not on her Wikipedia page, on her drag, oh, yeah. Dragopedia page. She says that most of the other queens have their actual birth date on there. Uh, Fifi yeah, does strangely, not. Strangely, Fifi does it. And also strange that Ginger stopped aging. She's still 29. No. I, no, I just made that up. But, oh. I, you know, on RuPaul's podcast... A few episodes ago, I did hear her say like something about like, oh, there was one queen who said she's 29 and I was shocked. And it has to be Ginger, don't you think? Probably. According to, to this, ginger. she is 25? I Googled. Who? No, I, I literally Googled how old is Fifi O'Hara. I have no idea how old this. No, no. she is not 25. She doesn't, <laughs> if she's 25, she needs to call a doctor because she looks. She is rough looking. Yeah. She's living a hard life. No, she's probably she looks like she's in her early to mid thirties. Oh, she was twenty five when season four aired. Okay, so in twenty eleven. In twenty eleven, so she's twenty nine now. Yeah, I still. I think a lot of these queens lie. I can. Mm. I can see that. If you look, if you look back on season four, she looks like somebody that's about twenty five. All right. But, you know, not getting gigs for the last four or five years. You know what? Let's stop talking about, let's talk about Tatiana. I believe it's my turn to go first. (laughs) Let's talk about fucking Tatiana here. I don't remember season two all that well. Wow, well, we're glad you came in and popped in with that, Daniel. <laughs> I'm so glad Guys, I have something to say. No, 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 I don't remember no. her. When she showed up on the runway, <laughs> no, when she showed up, when she walked out, I was breath, I was, I was literally, I like, in, I was like, oh my God, she is so beautiful. And it's like, and then when I saw her in boy drag, she is so fucking hot. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This to me is, this is your pearl, Joe Batanz. This, I am oh, so, really? I am oh, no. so, oh, in, wow. I am so into Tatiana so hard. Wow. It's like, I love Ta- Tatiana on the 0.00001% chance that you're listening. I love you. Call, wow. call me. And, and it just got creepy. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> she is so, she is so. You just and, quit All Stars too. And also, well, you, we can talk about the rest of it, but she is also, she's very smart. I, 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 I am a new Tatiana fan. I, I love Tatiana. I think this is, I, you know, well, let me let Daniel, I mean, sorry, Taylor, go. What are your thoughts on Tatiana? Uh, she's, I remember her from her season. I wasn't necessarily a big <laughs> fan of her then. I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of her entrance. We're going to talk about the stuff later on next week. 
I'll talk about that at that time. But um, I was it whatever you know. I I I, I think she's going to be the dark horse through the whole season, and I think that the way that they all kind of because she's dark when she walked. <laughs> yeah, in, I was going to oh, say, is that a racial joke? No, but I said that before where I just think that she's going to be I think that she's going to be the one that everybody kind of underestimates. Yes. Well, I mean, she was did initially and yeah. then she was in the top two. Mm-hmm. No, uh, and two. I, I think that that's going to we're going to see changes. But I also think that she, they're kind of gearing her up to be. It's almost funny because the way that she was talking and the way that she was acting towards the other girls, it's ironic that she had the short hair later on because that was kind of the role that Raven played on her season. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost like where she's kind of the new Raven in some ways. I might be thinking too much ahead, but yes. That's, okay. All right. Well, that was just my thought. I was trying to be clever. I'm sorry. I can't keep up with two of you. So <laughs> oh, we're not clever. We're just drunk. Uh, moving <laughs> along. Uh, Joe Batance, what did you think of Tatiana? You know, uh, I don't have many thoughts on her because I'm still waiting to see, but I will say I had zero thoughts on her, and now I'm cautiously optimistic about Tatiana. I think she'll do a lot better, and I th- I'm actually really happy for her because this is not someone who needs necessarily a redemption or a redemption as much as she needs the exposure that came after season four. I think it's going to be really, really, really good for her career. And that's if, if she proved worth it, that might be kind of really good for her. It's really awesome, actually. Excellent. And I'd like to see that happen with more of the of the older season ones. Like maybe the next person that walks in the door? Yeah, like maybe the next person who walks in a door. My name is Adore Delano, and I'm a messy slut. <laughs> I'm known for being really messy. Give me one that Logan will actually sign off on. Oh, okay. Because big dicks and fried chicken. It was very subtle. Taylor Latte Boy, what were your thoughts on Adore Delano? I love Adore. I absolutely love Adore. And she she makes me happy. I don't. I want to. I want to punish whoever hit her in the face with a two by four with those. Lips, <laughs> but, uh, otherwise, she's she 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 she's somebody that I could not stand in the beginning of her season, and then by the end of her season, I was such a big fan. And there's part there's parts of this episode that were painful to watch, which we'll get into next week. But it's still it's a. I just love her. I just love her. She's she's one of my three that I picked on pickpeat.com. Well, there you go. Daniel Brewer. I love Adore. Adore to me uh, is, I feel like she's like my, oh shit. <laughs> did did your number just get called to the DMV, Daniel? Should you have to go and <laughs> no, Windows register to, your car? Yeah, Windows decided that this was a good time to tell me that it's time to update my Adobe products. Anyway, um, no, it's like Adore. I've always been very protective of Adore, of Adore, like from that season, even the one with Bianca. It was just like, you know, when Michelle would go in, I'm like, leave her alone. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like Adore, even though I don't know her, is like, you know, like she's like my niece or something. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those like people that you see once a year, like their family, you you get their sense of humor. They get your sense of humor. Does that make any sense whatsoever? I love Adore. I adore she's, her. She seems like a very kind person. Yes. Like just a Maybe kind that's, hearted, that's innocent person who's just, you know, loves life and just, you know. Party. Uh, party. Mm. Got a hog body. I have such a different opinion from you guys. Now, I loved her on season six. Adored her on season six, to use that phrase that we've been throwing around. I loved Adore on season six. Who is this person? First of all, (laughs) here's what it is. It's one of these things. I think she was just as annoying on season six, but she was so cute as a boy on season six. And now she's 
It happens for all the best Latinos. You know, I was cute as a boy when I was 24, you know? And then we have a few too many enchiladas and a few too many tacos. Oh, my God. You are not calling Adore Delano fat. She is not. (gasps) Oh, my God. Are we seeing the same person on the TV screen? She is not fat. Adore Delano is not fat. She's not fat. She's She's not Ginger Man. She's put on a... She's a hefty on, amount of weight. No, nah, I she's, wouldn't call she it She is hefty. shopping in the husky section yeah. at Mervyn's. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. Okay. Are there she, still Mervyn's around? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we would need to stop the show and talk about Mervyn's for a while, but okay. Yeah. But she is shopping in the husky section. She And she looked like a, a mess. She looked horrible. I didn't like the way she looked. And now I, she's, she's being just as annoying. And now she's gotten more entitled on this show. Oh, my God. And if I had a I, blanket right now, I would literally throw it over my head. I'd be leave a door alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> I guess we'll save a lot of this discussion for next week. But Please. I am not. I am like, bitch, go. Wow. I'm done. I I completely disagree with you on that one. That is well, so that's what this show is for. We don't we don't want to always just agree with each other. This ain't RuPaul's best friends drag race recap show. <laughs> oh wait, oh I'm sorry, my cat has decided to uh, put her paw on the mixer and make you guys static out for a moment. So sorry. <laughs> anyway, God. stop it! Oh my god! I want everyone to know Daniel doesn't even have any cats. <laughs> They're invisible cats. Yeah. Oh, I just oh she's gonna be pissed. I just threw Princess over on the chair. She's she's mad now. Anyway, uh, I should name her Adore. Hey, Adore. She's not crying. Is your cat fat? Is that why Shut you up. her Adore? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Leave my cat alone. Um. So there's there's so a, those were the those were the entrances. Yeah. Right. There's a clip here called "Do Don't Listen," but I think that's from earlier. That's from a yeah. that's an earlier one. Okay, great. I can't remember. Oh, that was from a, from an old episode <laughs> where we predicted. <laughs> Uh, something that that that's go to season eight and listen to the early episodes there and it's gonna be oh fantastic. God. We have been all right. You know what? We should talk about uh, right this very moment. We should talk about pickpeat.com. dot uh, yeah, If pick, you have go not ahead. gone to pickpeat.com dot com and selected the three queens for this season, uh, you have s- scant time. What am I trying to say? You have very little yeah. time left. Uh, September episode two. Yeah. yeah, September 1st is when it all gets locked down. So you have time now to go and do that. And if you've already watched season, you know, episode one and you want to change out one of your queens, you can still change them out until September 1st. Pick are the, you going to swap anybody out? No, no. I am very I happy am. with my choice. You, oh, you are? Who are you going to swap? I'm swapping. I'm putting Roxy Andrews in, taking detox out. <laughs> really? Oh. Yes. That is uh that's crazy talk. Um no, I mean that's great. Um you know what? I wanted to just kind of get to this here on our Facebook page. We had a lot of people that uh are playing along with us on pickbeat.com. I don't have time to read like every single one because it would be really fucking boring. But I just wanted to say uh thank you uh for Aaron Murphy, uh thank you Katie Dietrich. Uh these are all people on our uh on our Facebook page here Stephen Starling. Uh let's see. I know Adonis B has messaged us and told us what he's choices Adonis, are. Who did, Adonis? Oh, who did he pick? Oh, what? Look at what? that. Where? What? When I find myself <laughs> in times of trouble, Adonis picked Dan Brewer comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, Adonis B. Adonis picked Alaska, Katya and Roxy. Adonis B, Adonis B, Adonis B, Adonis B, Picks and Roxy Andrews, Adonis B. See, I'm not clever enough to do something like that, which means Adonis is going to fall in love with Joe and I'm going to be alone. Oh, oh wait, he, I'm getting married next year. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting married. 
If we could edit that part out, yeah. what is it Ginger said? We'll edit that out later. And they all said, no, we won't. Yeah, no, we won't. Uh, yeah, so we had a lot of people that are playing along with us on um, unpickpeat.com. We also had Edward who sent us an email saying he was playing along on uh, Pick Pete. Now, I don't know if we wanted to maybe keep our own internal spreadsheet of these guys, like what they picked, and then we can match up their pick peak points. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'll do that when I'm sober. Anyway, I uh, say, also, I think that's a great idea, Daniel. Let us know how that goes. Also, I have, wait, wait, hold I have on. Re- let me finish. Garland Styles. Okay, I'll let you finish. Garland Styles. Thank you for playing along. Uh, and I think that's it. I think that's all of them. I, I don't know if Jordan sixteen is is playing or not. Oh, I do know that um, our friend, your future husband, hashtag Tyler H, Ooh. did make some picks. Oh, what, um, what, did, what did my future ex-husband pick? Oh, it's not here now. Oh. I don't know where it is. He must. He must. He, he must have sent it on Facebook because I know he, he made some picks, but I don't no, see. It. Or he may have tweeted Twitter. us. Yeah, they're on huh? Twitter. They're direct messages oh, on Twitter. I don't want to go look. I just have his messages, and I'll, I'll be reading his messages as him uh, later on during that portion of the show. We'll but um, do we know who Jordan picked? Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see. Bill Jordan. Nye, the science guy. <laughs> I Carly, and um, I. Like, by the way, I think he's too young even for those shows. I think I'm going to shows that like Cameron would have watched. I don't know what they watch. I don't know. It's not Rugrats. Later from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, not even Rugrats. It's like Rugrats is too old for them. Oh my God, what is? Uh, what would they have been watching? Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. 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 So he picked, Jordan, he, tell us who tell us who you would have watched. Doc uh, McStuffins. Well, I oh, would have yeah. I would have picked Dr. Doofenshmirtz, and then I would have picked uh Agent P, and of course I would have picked Ferb. There Kim Possible. <laughs> <laughs> I st- I think he's too young for Kim Possible. No, Kim Possible is like only like ten years ago. <laughs> I'm I'm anything, Googling this right now. I'm Googling this right now. I think you're gonna be so shocked. Uh let's see. Kim Possible. What year do you think that Kim Possible came out? Well, I, I I have no point of reference for this. I would say Kim Possible probably came out. Okay, so I would say probably two thousand two. Yes, it is. How many years is it ago? Really? How no. many years ago is that, Taylor? Fourteen. <laughs> and Jordan is sixteen. Right. So, so it would have been something that as he a two year as a old. Kid. As a two year old, he would have watched Kim Possible. Okay, Kim Possible was an only on when when he was two. It was on for a couple of years, and then. <laughs> You know Disney Channel plays the shit out of those in reruns. <laughs> wow, you're so off the uh, base here. Anyway, uh, thanks everyone that's playing with PickPete.com. Make sure that you go there and do it. You know what? They put some new contest up there the other day. Mm-hmm. You can now sign up for the uh, the next season of Survivor, which I don't, I haven't seen the the cast like you know listing yet, so I don't know that I've I, I'm not comfortable enough to pick one right now. Uh, they also put up uh, oh a show that just started. Because I, I jumped right in on it. Oh, uh, uh, America's Got Talent. So America's Got Talent is now available. It doesn't close for another six days. So you, if you wanted to sign up for the America's Got Talent um, um, contest. I, there's also one of our listeners um, and fellow podcaster, Christina, mm-hmm. from the Greetings from Nowhere podcast, is a huge fan of the Great British Baking Show. Yes, but and that, that's on there as well. But that one's closed. So you can't sign up oh. for it. You can follow it, but you can't sign up for it. Okay. Um, and No, no, no. Jeez, Taylor. Right. Yeah. No. You're absolutely right. There's there's a, there's a bunch of them there that you can sign up for. Anyway, go to pickpeat.com. We thank them for supporting us, uh, and we'll talk. We will be talking about them all season. They have not yet posted the synopsis of the episode or what the points were yet. So as soon as we know those, we will read those on our next show. 
But don't put prickpeat.com. That's a whole different website. Prickpeat.com is a completely different (laughs) website that you probably should not go to, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. It's pressed exit. You're not 18 years old. Slutty hemophiliacs. Yeah. (laughs) Prickpeat.com. It's the phlebotomist porn website. Anyway, uh, moving along. Fill these uh, tubes. (laughs) We do have some actual emails. Type O. Oh, sorry. If you'll remember on our last episode, I'm just moving along. I'm just moving along. Um, if you remember on the last episode, oh my God. If you remember on the last episode, we had a, a little mini contest going on as to see uh, which one of our listeners would write in the first. And of course, we, we specific. Daniel, did you go back in time and get a beer? No. <laughs> Daniel is holding a can that I don't think I've seen since 1982 of beer. <laughs> what is that can of beer you're holding, Daniel? To Miller Light. Didn't, from you like, have a, didn't you have a Natty Light a little bit ago? Yeah, the journey of Natty Light. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a natural light. Okay. Yes, be, did you bring more than one beer? When you yes, I did, beers? because oh, I, that's why wow. I went back the second time, because I was like, oh, I only brought one beer with me. I should have brought multiples. Anyway, I won't say how many. It's Friday night. Leave me alone. Anyway, um, we had a little mini contest where we had picked listeners each. I believe Taylor had picked Adonis. I had picked hashtag Tyler H and Joe Batanz chose Jamar Washington or Jamar 84. Mm -hmm. The winner of that contest, uh, the first one to email us was in fact Jamar Washington. So congratulations, Joe Batanz. You actually win. And here we go. This is from his actual email. Joe Batanz, congratulations. You're the winner of this week's challenge. I was going to email you guys anyways, but that little email contest was the cherry on top. So a couple of things I wanted to ask you guys. Are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm hoping that the rumor is true that RuPaul's picks a bottom two and the winner of the lip sync chooses the those two. But my question is, if you guys were in the competition and if you won the lip sync for your legacy and you could choose any contestant to get the chop, who would you get rid of first as the biggest threat? Oh, as, as the, the biggest, biggest threat. threat. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Alaska. Katya. Yeah. I, would, I would get rid of Katya. Oh, no. Alaska's gone immediately. Yeah. All right. Uh, number, secondly, if you could add a season eight queen that wasn't in the top three to All-Stars, who would it be? Oh, interesting. By the way, this is this is his last question, so it's not like he's asking six questions or something. So, I uh, honestly don't eight. remember most of the season. Eight. Oh, really? <laughs> I would have, uh, Thorgy Thor immediately. Thorgy Thor is the only oh, one really? that comes to mind. I would have put in Acid Betty. Yeah, Acid Betty or Thorgy Thor. I think she deserved Acid a redemption. Acid would have been a good one. Acid Betty would have stirred shit up. But, yeah, I mean, Thorgy is just from a seeing further. I, the Thorgy would be very interesting to watch. I want to say with Acid Betty, I'm not even necessarily even sure about the, the stirring shit up. But as much as I feel like we didn't get to see enough of her. I feel that's why I wanted to see more. I was fixing your sound. All right. I agree. Uh, thanks for taking my questions. I would love to come back on the show if you would have me. No. Sorry. We'll never have you. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Until next time, sashay away. So that's Jamar84. By the way, Jamar84 on YouTube. So go check out his YouTube channel for that. So congratulations, Joe Batanz. You are the winner of that. Uh, now, this is weird because second and third place are hard to determine because Tyler tweeted uh, like a Twitter direct message. And Adonis B sent a Facebook message, so neither one of them emailed. Tyler well, was Tyler was first, so I think I'm I, I I come in second here. Yeah, I would say we. I think in this case, technically, you come in second. I think should yeah. we expand it to who contacts us first in the next we're, round? We're gonna like we're gonna run another round of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can go to pickpeat.com <laughs> and see which listener. 
We'll do the best. Uh, Tyler says, uh, uh, "What was he say? He said, uh, did I win? That was that was all he sent. Did I win? Actually, is that how he said it? Or yeah, did yeah, he say it? it no, oh, he didn't like Joe. Um, did I win? Noticing, it, it, he's he's like so self-absorbed, he doesn't even realize that it would have been me that would have won if he had emailed first. Yeah. It's all about him. It's all about yeah. my ex-husband, my future yeah. ex-husband, Tyler H. Uh, and then finally, uh, uh, Adonis just came in today with the Facebook message, uh, Taylor. So just today. Mm-hmm. You disappoint me, Adonis. <laughs> Wow. He says, hey, guys, I know, I know I'm late to the game. I forgot All Stars was happening until yesterday when my friend invited me to watch it at a bar. I doubt mm. Taylor won since I am a week late. I'm sorry, boo. See, he's well, call- he called he's, me boo, he, he so he gets points boo. for that, I guess. And then he sent this really smoking hot picture. Yeah, and the, he gets points <laughs> for that one, too. So the rest of his email talks about the, uh, the we'll read it next week because he talks about the rest of the episode. But he says, I'm glad to hear you guys are back again. You truly brighten up my day when I hear you keep up the good work. P.S. If you were curious on my picks for Pick Beat. Oh, we already said that. There you go. Also, if you guys are curious, my name is Adonis because my parents are from Greece and sadly not because I'm a secret drag queen. And my my response to that is like, no, they named you Adonis because you literally have the body of a Greek god, you asshole. To, to, wow. quote, to, to, quote, okay. to quote to quote so, to quote RuPaul, Daniel I am going you're to an asshole, I am going to key your car. You. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Adonis B. I, mm-hmm. And you owe me a drink, by the way. You owe me uh, not not buying me a drink, but not after you say those kinds of horrible. I was going to say, well, let, I'm sure he's running out to the local bar oh, to shut up. lap a couple dollars on the. Shut up, Michelle. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so there you go. Those, that was how we placed in our contest. Uh, we had a couple of uh, emails here that I wanted to just address quickly. Uh, we had one that comes in from Ireland, from Tanya O'Connor. Oh, top of the morning to you. Mm. Oh, top of the morning to you, Tanya O'Connor. How are you doing? Uh, I, hi, guys. I love RDR. I found it by accident on Netflix, and I fell in love. As a straight female, I have a fascination with drag queens. My favorite? My favorite? Bianca Del Rio. I discovered your podcast by accident right after season eight ended while looking for RDR related material to overcome the withdrawal effect. I literally binged until I listened to them all like a Pokemon. You are so funny. I cannot probably purged. (laughs) Then she purged (laughs) looking forward to listen to your all stars to reviews. Love from Ireland. Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, And then we had a super fan, Valerie Pritchard. I believe was one that was at the uh, the the closing at stage forty eight and sent yes. me sent me the picture from the VIP section like the picture of the 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 cattle crowd below that I was in is like ha 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 this is me up in the VIP section ha 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 anyway no I'm just anyway uh hi Taylor you're really bitter today I am hi Taylor Daniel and Joe it is so good to have y'all back I have a cocktail to share with y'all in response to the food and beverage rituals question it's called the Nicole Page Brooks. So this is a cocktail that Valerie and her roommate make. Uh, my roommate and I created it to be our signature cocktail for a special episode of Drag Race. Uh, it's peach lemonade because <laughs> because of her Georgia roots and okay. vodka with seltzer and lime served over ice. It is delicious and y'all should definitely try it. Here's the tricky thing with the Nicole Page Brooks. If you and I, I feel- both have diabetes. <laughs> Yeah, just from hearing about it. But also, it needs to be almost like an adios motherfucker kind of thing, where because then the, then the joke is you're out after just one. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So it should be a lot of vodka. Yeah, very little peach lemonade and a whole yeah. lot of vodka. Right. 
however, they're adopting a new tradition of watching big episodes at our local drag bar. So we'll be watching the premiere in at Boots and Saddles in the West Village. Uh, oh, I would have. Oh, you should have gone to Metropolis because uh, uh, Thorgy is hosting the the viewing parties there on Thursday night. So it would be fun to watch Thorgy over there. On a somewhat unrelated note, I too have Alaska, Katya, and Detox on my Pick Pete team. So glad to hear you back. Thank you, Valerie. So uh, thank you very much, Valerie. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Valerie Pritchard. <laughs> I wonder if it sounds if, better now. No, I want. I was. I was thinking here. I wonder if, like, for instance, someone were to make up drinks for all of us. I wonder what those drinks would be like. Oh, yeah. look at you, Jovatans, uh, just playing right into my hand here. Of course, of course, I have come up with drink names. You know, uh, it's not commonly known, but as a uh, college student, I worked as a bartender. Uh, going through college. So uh, I I know my, as my dad used to say when he was alive, no, my son passed the bar exam. Because <laughs> I was a bartender. Anyway, mm. it doesn't matter. Uh, mm. <laughs> mm. He was mm. 85. It was a dad joke. It was an acceptable dad joke. Anyway, uh, moving on, I have created uh, a couple of drinks, well, three drinks for the three hosts of this show. Okay. I have uh, a feeling what the Jobatance is. Really? Mm-hmm. Should we start with the Joe Batance? Because I know I want to hear what do you think the Joe Batance is? I'm sure it's like tequila and then like, um, what's that like? Bitters. Bit- yeah, tequila, <laughs> bitters, and then um, like Mexican chocolate or something like that. And uh, uh, what else would there be? Wow. Oh, and then like taco. orange. Uh, just, yeah, just a taco. Just jump in there. <laughs> This is so okay, much. No, this is so jo- much better than what I came up with. So, it's oh, just what's like, the Joe Batanz? Uh, Joe Batanz is actually a very blue drink, uh, Joe. It's uh, it's just a blue drink. Uh, it oh. is, <laughs> it is tequila, blue uh, carousel. Is it carousel? Caraco. 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 Yeah, blue. It's 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 a blue orange liqueur. Uh, so so it's tequila, blue Caraco, uh, vodka, rum. And gin, uh, Jesus, half ounce of each, with sour mix and uh, a Seven Up or Sprite. You see, I think with the actual Joe Batanz one, it's, 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 you have like a not really tequila. It's everything else, but no tequila. That way, Jordan could drink it. <laughs> no, but Jordan can't drink all the rest of the stuff. He's only sixteen. He can't have. Um, he can't have. Oh, vodka. I think about my yeah. drink. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the, what is the Taylor the Latte Boy? Let me guess here. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, go ahead. Diet Coke. Oh. It was all diet drinks. Splenda. <laughs> and gin. <laughs> Can I guess? Yes, please. Well, I'm going to assume there's some sort of coffee liqueur in it. Mm-hmm. Kahlua. Yes, there's Kahlua. Kahlua. Okay. And a jelly donut on the rim. <laughs> oh. And it's, and, it, and it's served in a turvis tumbler. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes! Yes! It is actually Kahlua. Oh. So an ounce of Kahlua, half ounce of butterscotch schnapps, a uh, and, uh, cream, heavy cream, and then um, uh, uh, an ounce of vodka. And then you want to actually put whipped cream and drizzled chocolate syrup on top. You also need to put I, some aguardiente in it. No. It, it is, we'll have to have something Cuban inside of him. No, it's the Taylor the Latte. <laughs> and you want to serve it to me in the emergency room of St. Anthony's <laughs> Hospital. 
a when I'm waiting Cuff, to go back in for my next DKA. It's very reminiscent of a star of a Starbucks latte, you know, like a very like with the whipped cream. It sounds right? delicious. It, I would I would delicious. I would try that. It is delicious. So uh, again, an ounce of Kahlua, an ounce of vodka, half ounce of butterscotch schnapps, heavy cream, and then whipped cream on top of that with the uh, chocolate syrup on top of that. Oh. And then there's the Daniel Brewer. Go ahead, Jovatans. What's in the Daniel Brewer? Just a, a beer with a joint floating <laughs> in it. Pickpeat.com is where you want to go for that. No, it is absolutely Joe Batanz. It is a beer with a joint sticking out of it. No, it's not. A beer. Oh, shit. I am, a, I am a native Floridian, so I have taken my native Floridian roots here to uh, be this drink. This is actually uh, a modified Hawaiian shooter. So what you want to do is you want to do uh, an ounce of Southern Comfort, an ounce of Amaretto. That's your base that you've got down in there. So an ounce of uh, Amaretto, an ounce of Southern Comfort. And then you want to use the following juices, cranberry juice, orange juice, pineapple juice, and uh, 7-Up. Seven up, which is not a juice, but there's the thing. So you basically want to do as much. You want to do cranberry, then a little bit less orange juice, a little bit less pineapple juice, and then shoot it finally with the uh, the carbonation, which would be the seven up. That I is, gotta correct uh, you for a minute, Daniel. That because is I've Daniel been in Brewer. some of the homes yes. in Pinellas County serving the families here, and some families do feel as though that seven up is a juice for their children, <laughs> especially at about nine o'clock in the morning. Wow. All right. So uh, no one cares about this, but if you want to try those three drinks, I swear to God, those are actual drinks. They are. I have, I have taste tested them. I have served them before at my bar. Uh, those are actually decent drinks. So uh, if you want to have it, and the nice thing about it is, oh no, not those. I was going to say the, I came up with an Adonis B that you can also have as a shot. A body shot. Please let it be a body shot. <laughs> it could be a body shot. If you want to, if you want to have an, uh, an Adonis B that it's actually uh an ounce of Malibu rum, an ounce of Maduri, and then the rest uh, fill the fill the rest with pineapple. If you do it as a shot, then you just want to like basically do more pineapple and then shake it into uh, and then serve it. You, you should know, have something glasses. blue in that though to go with his eyes. No, it's green. Uh, because do you have anything Greek in there though? Like um, no, because we're all green with envy. Yeah, you put a Kalamato olive on top. Of, no, I don't no, there's know. A, there's a really like um, is it Uzo? Is that the name of the Greek yeah. alcohol? It is. Yes, Uzo. Cat, yeah. uh, what's her name on Iron Chef? Drinks it. Chef Cat It's Cora. pretty good. I've actually had it. I think I actually have some, have some in the house. There you go. Are those all the emails and drinks, Daniel? No, those aren't all the emails, but those are all oh. the drinks. Um, oh, perfect. I wanted to say that uh, we, we had someone, I can't find the email here, so please forgive me. It could have been a Facebook message. Someone actually made a very valid point that the uh, the listeners that we were all picking to call in were, you know, were all male. That We like completely ignored our female audience out there. Well, we have we have next Tuesday. We're going to pick new ones. And I wish I could remember who it was. It was just like going like because she I was know like, it was she was it like was, the it was first. on Facebook. It was, a, oh, okay. it was I know I can find it right now. All right, yeah, she was like the first person to like uh, before any of the rest of them did. She was like, "How about me?" And it's like one of our regular contributors. So it was just like I felt bad. It was it was uh, was her name Susie? You know, yeah, was, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember. She, no, she notice was, how any guy know, that messages us, we are like. We know their name, their first name. We it's know everything Sarah, about them. Isn't it Sarah? You is it? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. The I'm point. Sorry. The point yeah. is. The point is. Yeah. When I worked as a bartender, literally, like a guy could come to my bar one time and order a drink, and for the rest of his life, I would remember what he drank. His girlfriend could come to my bar and order the same drink fourteen times, and I would still, when she come up, go, "Oh, what would you like?" 
I am so bad. I have no female memory. I so apologize to our female listeners. I'm I'm a horrible, horrible homosexual man. I'm looking up the messages right now, and I will read it to you when I follow oh, that the beautiful Adonis B. Um, <laughs> one just came up. Um, I thought she posted that on our page. I didn't think that. Oh, was yeah. She, she posted it. You're right. You think she did post on the page. You're right. Um, okay. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to find it. Well, how do you get to our page? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Here it is. <laughs> Wait, can't you guys vamp while we do? The, while I look for this. Sure, yes. No, let's vamp away. Um, uh, uh, vampity vamp. I just vampity. thought of somebody that I would have liked to have seen on this season. Who would that be, Taylor? Ben de la Creme. Oh, oh you see, that yeah. would have been a very interesting one. I was thrilled to see a new episode. For, by the way, her name's Sarah Yu. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. I was thrilled to see a new episode from you guys pop up on my podcast alerts on my phone. Wait, Missed what's wait, th- what's her name? Sarah, you. Sarah, hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Missed all three of you so much. I'm. I hope in some future episode, Joe will tell us why his relationship ended. He had seemed so happy. Yeah. And I was hoping for the best for him and his young boy toy. It's honestly that kid's loss. Also, I know I'm trying to read this with no emotion. Also, I know I will never make favorite listener as I am a female, and I haven't been a frequent poster on this site. You guys mentioned asking listeners to share their respective episode watching rituals. Well. I don't own a television, and I'm a poor grad student. My ritual's pretty boring. I actually stream the episode within the same day for free on SD about two hours after the episode has been broadcast and watch oh. it before I head to bed. Then I will wait the following few days to see a new episode from you guys, and I listen and laugh at the hilarious commentary and obscure cultural illusions regarding the show. <laughs> well, we got the we got the obscure cultural illusions yeah, down yeah, on this oh, episode. Oh, Fanny yeah. Flag. Let's yeah. bring back that yeah. Fanny, Fanny Flag reference. Yeah, Wikipedia's going to have to go like, <laughs> Wikipedia's like, why were there four Fanny Flag lookups? <laughs> I listen to all of you guys mostly when I'm running on a treadmill and just trying to get through the 30-minute span of physical drudgery. I won't lie, I will sometimes re-listen to past episodes of this podcast because I find them funny, and it's a good picker-upper for a shitty day. Sarah, thank you so much, and yes. uh, that is a very nice message. Yeah, thank you, nice Syra. Um, um, we appreciate that so much. Um, no, I'm I'm just kidding, I'm Sarah. Uh, we also have some very detailed emails from Tommy and from Jordan Darling, which is a, a different Jordan, not the 16 year old Jordan, which we will cover on our next e- uh, show. Spoiler Jordan alert, Darling. Jordan S- Darling sounds like a, a member of a boy band. <laughs> it does Jordan but- Darling? But spoiler alert, Tommy, don't you write us? Tommy in the off season has subscribed to all of our individual podcasts. He listens now to Catching Up, Dubious Intent, and Pods My Copilot on a regular basis. So then we want to apologize to Tommy <laughs> from the bottom of our hearts. <laughs> We're so sorry, especially for that. Oh, I know. I wonder what he thinks of all the shows, especially that political episode. Oh, Dan, <sighs> let it go. I liked the political episode. Thank you. Yeah, Joe hated it. But yeah, thank you very much. Anyway. No, we'll talk about that off the air. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. All right. I think we're done. Are we done? Do we have something else to do? Well, I do. I do. I think it's perfect to close the show with some very short Twitter messages from your future ex-husband, Mr. Tyler H. Yes. Hashtag Tyler okay. H. Hashtag Tyler H. Uh, and they are just some Twitter direct messages we go. And I, and as usual, I like to read them in the style. as the character. Is there, is there the any style. kind of background music you would like for this? Yeah, the Diana Ross song, I'm Coming Out. Okay. All right. Oh, I, got, I got it. I got, I'm coming Yeah. So Tyler, H, hashtag Tyler H likes to um, contact us via Twitter usually. 
So mm-hmm. that's usually how we hear from him. And Hold on, I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find the karaoke version of it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Any moment. Okay, <laughs> I like the intro. <laughs> By the way, a song that came out 40 years before he was born. <laughs> Okay. Okay, perfect. Listening to the new episode, and Daniel said props to Reddit for getting seven out of ten queens correct. But actually, a while back, someone predicted all ten correctly, but everyone downvoted them and called them a liar. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I was masturbating the whole time. <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> and finally, from August 18th, oh my god, that was insane. Michelle went in. Oh my god, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm hashtag Tyler H. <laughs> and I'm only 14 years old. Oh. I'm Tyler H, and I, I wrote the this world tweet. To know. Yeah, all right, there we go. I'm, I'm I watched the RuPaul show. <laughs> all right, uh, God, uh, our assignment. So our assignment for next week is to come up with a new uh, hashtag Tyler H theme song um, to the uh, the tune of "I'm Coming Out." Uh, also, I, to, might, I might pay flat twenty nine to write a hashtag Tyler H. Here's my, here's my here's my question though. The real question is is like uh, you've teased this now. I am going to uh, I I have my pick of who is going to write us an email first. Uh, what order do you want to uh, to 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 do this, Joe? Well, shouldn't we wait till Tuesday? Because when we're on, we're all together oh, on Tuesdays. Okay. All right. So yeah, we'll wait yeah, till so Tuesday. we'll reveal that on Tuesday. Yeah. I will not say Sarah's name until Tuesday. All right. So God, uh, damn it, that was <laughs> For Joe Batance and uh, Dan- oh, wait, you're hosting this. Do it. No, 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 no. You, but you wrap it up, please. All right. For for Joe Batance uh, and Taylor. Where can Rotten they contact us, Daniel? Myself, Daniel Brewer. Uh, you can find us at DragRaceRecap.com. You can uh, tweet us at DragRaceRecap. You can find our Facebook at DragRaceRecap, uh, and you can send us an email rdrr at pride48.com. You know what? You can also just send it to DragRaceRecap at pride48.com. In fact, you could send it to Big Fat party bottom at pride 48 it doesn't matter what you put or in front daniel of daniel brewer yeah it doesn't matter what thing. you put in front of at pride48.com i will still get the email so it's like you can you can just go wild there anyway the the, the point is until next week joe said he was gonna do it <laughs> oh i said i'm gonna do it yes you said you were gonna come up with something at the end you so said you do it on the fly it. yeah come on yeah. joe oh, I, I, I thought i meant just the closing okay okay I'm here trying we trying to close it out oh sashay away <laughs> how is that doing something different Sashay, okay. So, well, what else would I say? What else is there to say but sashay away? Only Alaska can do Alaska. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>